This is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, I'm really glad you have joined us. We've been talking about the idea to bond to the tune of $3.5 billion to start fixing some of Michigan's worst trunk line roads. Governor Gretchen Whitmer says that is her plan because she cannot get the Republican legislature to go along with other long-term fixes. Uh, We want to continue that conversation with someone who has been covering this issue really closely. Chad Livengood is a senior editor at Cranes Detroit Business. He has a piece in this week's Cranes titled, Is There a Grand Bonding Bargain Brewing for Roads and School Pensions? Chad, always great to have you here on Detroit Today. Stephen. So you heard Brian Kelly's criticisms of Whitmer's uh, road financing plan earlier in the show. What do you think of uh, his argument there? I think it's a fair argument that you will start, you will consume um, long term uh, a big portion of MDOT's budget just servicing debt. I mean, right now, MDOT basically roughly has uh, $1.2 billion uh, just for state roads. That's not what uh, the counties or cities get for all their roads. But state roads, which are just 8% of all the miles of roads in in the state, and they have to pay off the top right now about $118 million. Uh, Governor Whitmer, uh, once she gets uh, all $3.5 billion borrowed in about four years, the state will be paying about $300 million. So it's, it is um, very quickly uh, suddenly becomes one-fourth of your budget, of your road budget for one department, is just going to pay service the debt. Now, um, strategically, uh, there is some advantage to to bonding in that you are front-loading some projects. There are projects on this list that, that MDOT was not going to get to until like the end of this decade. And now they'll get to them in 2023 rather than 2020. Uh, nine and and so you're 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 getting that that work product now. You're also going to save against inflation uh, long term, rather than paying the price of concrete in 2029. You pay for it now. There's some argument that Rick Snyder. Um, and Brian Kelly, uh, should have gone out and, and bonded in 2015. Hmm. As soon as uh, the legislature gave Rick Snyder $600 million tax increase that didn't go into effect until t- January 1st, 2017, after the 2016 election, um, he could have went out and borrowed against that tax increase, that seven-cent gas tax increase and 20 cent, 20% increase in vehicle registration fees, and bought himself a lot of good roads. Um, uh, could have bought Brian Kelly a lot of good roads for for, for his run for governor, but they decided not to do that. They, they wanted just to keep on the pay-as-you-go model. But in that time, since the 2015, the price of, of repaving or reconstructing a, a lane of a mile lane of highway in Michigan has nearly doubled. It went from 1.7 million to 3.2 million, um, and that's partly driven by just you know, materials uh, and also the, the road construction industry has a, has the same kind of labor shortages that the healthcare industry has, um, and they're they're trying to you know get people trained to be able to operate heavy equipment and and uh, and also invest in their companies. So, I mean, there's a whole lot of you know, pluses and minuses here. But, you, yeah, ultimately, uh, Brian Kelly's right that this will eat up a lot of MDOT's budget in the future. So talk about what you wrote about in this week's Cranes about the issue of bonding to refinance the school employee pension system, something we talked with Brian Kelly about, uh, and how that compares to this road financing proposal. So um, the 
right now we already owe the teachers of and school employees and retirees of Michigan basically $32 billion. Uh, that's how underfunded their pension fund is. It's about 61% funded, but there's this unfunded liability of $32 billion. Uh, there's been an idea that's been floated in Lansing for the past year um, that came from the West Michigan Policy Forum, which is a group of very influential businessmen from Grand Rapids. Uh, and they they have hired one of their consultants is Jace Bolger, the former House Speaker of Michigan. And Bolger has been pushing this plan to go out and borrow $10 billion of bonds um, at four percent interest rate, deposit it into the to the uh, teacher pension fund, which then can invest it and already um, basically over time uh, gets eight percent returns on its investments over you know 20, 30 years. Um, there are obviously years like 2008, 2009 where you lose 25 percent. Um, but they basically just borrow money and put it to work in in the market or, or in investments. Um, this has been poo-pooed by a lot of people that this is high of the market. They've looked at it and figured out how if you had even bought uh, at the high of the market in 05, 06, 07, you, you would still be well ahead today. Um, but, but basically, it's just a way to pre-fund the pension and lower the cost. It's it's a, it's akin to refinancing the mortgage. Um, and Governor Whitmer is portraying these road bonds as as refinancing the mortgage or taking out a new mortgage. Um, and so it's it's a it's a it's a, a form of financing. Now it's gotten misportrayed by Governor Whitmer and the Michigan Education Association as a raid on the tent on the pension fund that you're that would be like it's been portrayed almost as if the legislature would be borrowing from the pension fund that's not what it would do um, and so I originally when I wrote about this in July last year um, I I was very very skeptical Stephen because uh, we were still debating raising taxes uh, to fund roads and and I, I, like you, uh, uh, documented and watched the disastrous pension debt deal that that the city of Detroit got into, where they borrowed 1.4 billion and literally burned it. Um, uh, and that's what, how how part of the reason Detroit got into bankruptcy. But kind of looking at this a little closer, it, it there is a, a argument to be made that. Uh, something has to be done to lower and smooth out these these pension payments, and I say smooth out because um, it is going to go from 3.5 billion a year coming out of the school aid fund, which is a roughly 14 billion dollar fund, mm-hmm. to five billion dollars a year in five years. That is going to eat up every last dollar of growth in the school aid fund, assuming that there's not some economic uh, uh, catastrophe Downturn, here, um, and. And, and our school aid fund lives off of the growth of property taxes and and, and consumer spending through sales tax. So um, the reason why that, that is going to eat up that is Governor Rick Snyder created this very aggressive uh, repayment schedule for, for pensions because he went around the state, and this was a great you know thing to say at the time when he was governor, that, that in 2038 we're going to be debt-free. Uh, he basically kind of wanted to put a date on the calendar and say this is when our children will no longer have to pay for these obligations. And it was, you know, it was really a nice uh, slogan and everything. But um, but what it does is it makes you have to, have to pay faster. And you're just like paying your mortgage uh, in eight, in 20 years rather than 30 years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the 
these so these proposals out there to uh, bond and and basically uh, what's known as amortization spread out the, the the length of period that you repay uh, the pensions you know that they're they're aimed at lowering the costs so it would free up money and, and initially when this was pitched last year it was to free up money for roads I think it should be repitched as free up money for schools, um, uh, that you, you you have to find a new way to get money into the classroom, get money to teachers. Uh, we have a, a crisis in our teaching um, uh, uh, profession right now. People are being run out. I don't know why any teacher would would stick around for $35,000 a year uh, after a couple years uh, to, to teaching, um, you know, and being in charge of the lives of, of 30 kids or more um, at a time. That is an immense uh, tough job, and it, and their teachers are underpaid. There's just no doubt about it. Um, and and so I'm kind of throwing out here that there may be a way to basically structure two things. Governor Whitmer is going to have to come around to this this pension refinancing is to give the Republicans something, and then the Republicans are going to have to give her a gas tax increase. Mm. Um, Maybe not to, as big a one as she requested but not but some some hike yeah and and there's this other issue that legislators really want to get fixed and frankly the public wants fixed i think is that sales tax on gasoline does not go to roads um and when you tell a motorist that when they pay three dollars for a gallon of gas and 18 cents of it is siphoned off at the pump and goes goes to uh, uh, goes to paying for uh, schools and, and cities. Uh, uh, that that really angers people. That not all the money goes to the pump. And House Speaker Lee Chatfield, Republican from uh, Northern Michigan, he ha- he he's basically made this clear. He's not going. He's not going to do any deal um, without solving this. And his three predecessors, and Jace Bolger included, have all tried to figure out how to solve this. Um, if you refinance the, the, the MIPSERS pension fund and and spread out the costs over 30, 40 years, um, you can you can come up with a billion dollars pretty quickly, and you can replace the the uh, six to eight hundred million dollars in sales tax that comes from gasoline on roads. Six hundred million dollars of uh, specifically goes to schools. Suddenly, you've you've solved this issue of of the of the sales tax on gasoline, and you've you've raised some additional money. And then you have to take the next step. That's why this is so complicated. You have to take the next step to then raise the gas tax equal to the amount of the sales tax, so it so that right now the tax doesn't doesn't uh, doesn't change. And then there's an opportunity for the governor to get more, um, possibly. So that that's kind of the, the sort of general framework for a grander bargain um, that could take place here if all sides wanted to keep negotiating. Okay, we're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, we're going to continue to talk roads, road funding, borrowing, teacher pensions, all of the things that are in the mix here. And we will get to more of your calls. Hassan and Harper Woods, Tom in Northwest Detroit, Gerald in Detroit, Sarah in Detroit. We'll hear from you next as well. If you want to join them, 313-577-1019 is the number on the phones. We'll be right back with more Detroit Today. This is Detroit Today on 1019. WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, 
Thanks for tuning in. My guest is Chad Livengood. He's a senior editor at Crane's Detroit Business and has a piece in this week's Cranes titled, Is There a Good Bond, a Grand Bonding Bargain Brewing for Roads and School Pensions? We're talking about the way in which we fix the roads here in Michigan. Governor Gretchen Whitmer's idea is to borrow $3.5 billion to get started, at least, on some of the major road repairs on some of our major arteries. Some people think that's a bad idea, that it is short-term fixes and long-term debt. What do you think? What do you think about that idea of borrowing to fix the roads? What do you think of the other ideas on the table to get more money in the mix for our roads, including paying more at the pump or paying more at the retail counter in order to make sure that there is enough funding. As always, the number on the phones is 313-577-1019. That's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page and put comments there or go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today, and we'll work you into the conversation. Let's go to Hassan in Harper Woods. Hassan, welcome to the show. Hey, good morning. Um, yeah, so so the um, the former the, the last the last speaker mm-hmm. basically didn't give Gretchen Whitmer the respect that she deserves in terms of having a mandate to do what she's doing. She was elected; he wasn't. That's mm-hmm. number one. Number two, the Republicans had 16 years to fix this, and they chose not to. They kept kicking the can, they kept kicking the can, and they kept lowering taxes, which conversely destroyed our infrastructure because we weren't a, we didn't have the money to put into um, taking care of the roads and putting money into um, the rainy day fund or just putting it into any type of fund that was going to do that. And, and I, I think it's disingenuous for them to sit up there and then say that, yeah, it's okay. We, well, I mean, but she needs to come to us. Yeah. No, you had your chance. Hassan, I, I, I absolutely understand your frustration with Republicans now saying that they don't like the solution she's come to, given that they they didn't like her solution last year. And as you point out, they had control of the entire government. It was not quite for 16 years, but they did have it for eight while Rick Snyder was governor. And we got almost nowhere Principally because Republicans in the legislature didn't didn't want to do anything, and so it's hard now, I think, to to have them come back and and say what she's doing is is irresponsible. Chad, talk about the political dynamic there, though, of her going alone this way and then still wanting to come to the legislature to to have a discussion about long term funding. Is she damaging her credibility with them? Is she damaging the leverage that she might have had? Uh, before. Yeah, well, she doesn't have a lot of leverage. I mean, even though she's the governor, um, this this bonding play is her leverage to to be able to do something because, yeah, she's, she's still at the whims of the legislature and what they'll allow. Uh, other, otherwise, the other route is to go out and try to form a ballot committee and go around the legislature and put some kind of a sales tax or, ga- or gas tax on the ballot. That's been tried um, in 2015. Uh, it went down in flames, uh, a plan that, that Gretchen Whitmer herself was involved in crafting uh, in the lame ducks uh, session of December of 2014, which which uh, I, I kind of go back and, and say that's the moment in time where Rick Snyder got rolled uh, by, by his own Republican legislature. Uh, he wanted a 21, 24-cent 
uh, gas tax increase. Uh, it was billed as the way to solve the problem, uh, probably would have, um, and and he just could not get it passed the legislature mm-hmm. uh, or passed specifically passed the House of Representatives. And so, um, and then he continued, you know, there just wasn't any other options. The next, the next Speaker of the House still wouldn't let him do it, uh, and he settled for seven cents and a twenty cent uh, gas tax or twenty percent uh, vehicle registration fee increase, and um, and then he and then he also settled for taking six hundred million dollars of that one point two billion that Brian Kelly talked about earlier. Six hundred million of it is coming from the general fund of the state, so it's coming from the fund that is that yeah, normally funds uh, healthcare programs, uh, universities, uh, but corrections, um, uh, prisons, uh, the, all the. Um, just normal uh, arms of government, uh, DNR, uh, the Agriculture Department, uh, they're taking money from that budget to fund roads. And this is, this is a first time in history uh, of, of road funding in Michigan. We've always had user fee focused uh, taxes. Um, and to, to also to your, to your uh, caller's point, and I've said this for a long time, uh, the legislature owns these roads. Um, this is the, the 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 current condition of the of the roads in Michigan are the policy of the Michigan legislature. Mm-hmm. They have decided that this is the funding level that they are going to appropriate, um, and so as a result, right now we're going to have forty five percent of roads in poor condition for the rest of the decade. That is essentially the legislature's policy. If you, anyone asks you what the Republican road plan is, that's the that's the plan. That's right the now. plan that they're embracing. Um, now, Governor Whitmer is now basically. Said I'm taking action. I'm going to work on on fixing, rebuilding uh, highway, uh, state highways, basically, and and try to bend that curve so we don't have just 45 percent of the pavement in poor condition. That's and so now now it's in the legislature's uh, hands if they if they um want to want to find a way to to uh, to raise revenue and do something different. Uh, again, thanks for the call and the questions. Let's go to Art in Kego Harbor. Art. What's on your mind? Hi, thanks for uh, taking my call, uh-huh. um, and thank your guests for uh, being on on today. Um, and I, when I, whenever I, in, in business, whenever I think about a solution, I'm looking at a solution that can address multiple issues. We hear about roads, we hear about education, we hear about brain uh, brain drain in, in the state. Um, why not a proposal that addresses multiple problems? And I was just sitting thinking the other day and, and talking to my girlfriend and said, "Look, why don't we have a program where we pay back?" student loans. So student debt is, loan debt is a big issue in the country. But if you look at the math on it, if we're offered a payback student loans, in return, the student must live in Michigan for X number of years. I'm making up a number 10 years. <laughs> and if even if we target specific professions or college degrees in general, the income revenue generated from those high degree people would outweigh what we pay in the return. And after that 10-year period, it will be a windfall for the state. In business, I always have to invest in order to get a return, and I wish we would start thinking that way in Michigan, too. Hmm. And it's just an idea. I don't know. I haven't worked all the details in my head, but how come we can't think of a solution like that? That would take your roles, education, and the brain drain all in one shot. Right, right. Um, Art, totally appreciate the call and the and the comments. We've got about a minute and a half left, Chad. Is that something that uh, makes some sense for them to think about? Well, this has been talked about a lot in recent years that we have to find a way to incentivize young people to live here, move here, uh, raise families here. We have a de- uh, aging population. Uh, and when it comes to roads, I- I've written this before as well. 
Uh, we have simply built a state we can no longer afford to maintain, uh, which is why when you go out to northern Macomb County and, and parts of Livingston County and there's still widening roads out there to build uh, condos on 23-mile road, um, it's, it's kind of um, – uh, it's kind of frustrating to say the least to, to, when you when you look down the rest of Macomb County and there's 800 lane miles of road in Macomb County alone that's in poor condition yet they're out widening roads uh, for further sprawl mm-hmm. um, and and that we just don't have the money right now or we're not we're not taxing ourselves enough to possibly ever maintain uh, which is get, kind of gets back to you know the, the you know one of the the earlier discussion here is that we're now we're borrowing money um, to try to try to get some of the highways fixed up uh, which will then will be will be saddled with that debt for the next quarter century okay Chad live and good senior editor at Cranes Detroit business uh, what what quickly what, what what happens next here in this in this saga do we get something out of the legislature? And the governor this year? The governor uh, is going to present her budget, a uh, normal budget plan on Thursday to the legislature. And then we start the new process over of of, uh, of them negotiating the budget. The The key thing to watch here is whether she tries to take out the $600 million in general fund for roads. Uh, she does not want that in there. If she tries to take that out, then the legislature will have to find a way to to pay for it uh, or put it back in. Uh, and I think you'll just see this, uh, you know, kind of culminate. Uh, there's there's a chance to get a deal, uh, and the chance is basically before Memorial Day, um, because that mm-hmm. is right before the Mackinac Policy Conference. After that, uh, campaign mode Everybody's starts in for primaries, election mode, right? <laughs> and we're not doing anything until after Thanksgiving when the lame duck session starts. I kind of tend to think that a, a big deal on on road funding taxes bonding would probably probably not uh, happen until December okay Chad live and good always great to have you here that's gonna do it for me today I'll be back tomorrow when we're going to continue our defining 2020 series with a look at how disinformation and emerging technology are affecting the state of politics we'll also talk about the Iowa caucuses This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's NPR station. Your connection to news, music, and conversation. We'll talk again tomorrow.